Jesus Christ. What? I just saw the name of episode 40. What is it? I'm not gonna tell you. You always n don't let me. We're gonna know in just a second. Okay. It's not spoilery, it's just inexplicable. All right, welcome to Terrace House Mafia. I'm Nick. I'm Noelle. And we are talking about episode 39 entitled Always Remembered. We have not watched Terrace House in a minute. Yeah, a little bit to, to the audience, if they're listening in real time, these episodes have come out back to back, but we recorded a whole batch of them at the end of March, actually. Right before they announced yeah. that they stopped production. Right. We just, we found out recently, and I think that's part of why we pumped the brakes. Yeah. We wanted to savor it a little bit, but apparently the episode after this one, episode 40, if you don't know, is the last Terrace House episode we have for the foreseeable future. Uh, I don't even know what that means for <laughs> Terrace House, for the existing cast, for our podcast. I mean, we'll figure something out, but I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> our show is easier to make in quarantine than theirs is. I don't know. It was like my whole income. Yeah? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so we are dealing with, I guess, Kai, Kai is in this episode. We're dealing with Kai's departure. I it's so, this episode is like two episodes. It felt like it. Like, I remember at one point during this, you were like, well, it's almost over. And then I was like, no, there's like 15 minutes left, homie. We got a lot left. Yeah. Um, Kai says his goodbyes. He, he, he basically, the episode opens with Hana getting home from work and Kai being like, yo, can we talk? And he, he says, what his exact wording is, I know you're tired, but can we like chat for a minute? And she's like, yeah, let me just drop my stuff off. And they have this conversation where he gives her this apology that is like maybe the most thorough apology I've ever heard in life. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's... The... <laughs> no one's ever apologized to me like that. And and similarly, when you're apologizing to someone, have they ever just nodded at everything you said? Where like... Yes. Kai, well, because Kai's like, I'm a piece of shit and I'm useless and I'm selfish. And the entire time, Han is just like silently nodding to herself. That's the worst. It's, in, it's especially infuriating when we are of the mind that it's not a cut and dry, he was in the wrong, she was in the right situation. So to see him fully like putting his tail between his legs and to see her being like, yeah, you're right, when they were pretty much both at fault, bummed me out a bit. Well, that's the type of reaction that makes you regret saying sorry. <laughs> yeah, if, well, if you're, if you're us. But I don't think Kai has, I mean, we talked about this last episode, but like, I don't think Kai is, the type of person who is, he has no ego, he has no pride, he's just like trying to get out of the situation. Yeah. I don't think he was thinking, wow, I regret apologizing. I think he was, it felt like a really sincere moment of him being like, I just want this to be over. Yeah, I, I don't know. Do you think he's, he thinks that he's wrong in all of those ways? Or you think he's just like, how do I fix this? It's hard to say. It's such a fine line. Like... Everyone in his life, everyone in the house is telling him, no, you were wrong about this. And this was built up over months and months of him not doing his chores and other stuff. He doesn't have the perspective that you and I and, and honestly the rest of the Eastern and Western audience of the show has where like you and I looked at the Internet after recording the last episode and pretty much everyone in America and or everyone in the West and in the East is of the mindset that like, no, Hana was pretty much equally in the wrong yeah here. but he doesn't know that he's in a house with five other people and all five of those people are telling him like yeah you should like apologize to her but wait till tomorrow like but this is all on you it's really fucked yeah i i hope that 
in the months that have passed since this happening and then the additional months that have passed since it being released, I hope Kai has gained some perspective on it and I hope he has come to realize that it's like he's not he's not the perpetrator here. He made a mistake, but she left her costume in the laundry for a week and it's like it's nuanced basically. So think like watching the second half of this episode to think that Kai could have just offered people a glass of water and they never would have got mad at him in the first place. It's true. It what we learned this episode. Apparently, what we learned this episode is that he, what's been missing from every other guy on this show is offering the girls a glass of water. As a matter of fact, we even see Hana pouring herself a glass of water during Kai's apology. <laughs> so, if he had poured that glass of water, this would have been a very different episode. For sure. For sure. Um, so first, I mean, Kai is hitting them, hitting her with the the Honto Goldman. He's hitting her with the, like, I'm going to pay you back. And she basically, you can tell she's been thinking about this for a while, too. She basically says, like, yeah, I've been thinking about it. I'll have other costumes. It's not the end of the world. But I just can't help but feeling like I want to reach through the screen and be like, it's not this simple. You're not the good guy and you're not the bad guy in this. Well, the the guest, like, peanut gallery guest said Mm -hmm. this, but she's just mad because she had, like, an idea of, what he is in her head which is like the perfect boyfriend that she wanted and he like doesn't check any of those boxes in terms of like his personality Mm -hmm. and so he's like she's like taking it out on him because like her first like quote-unquote romance on the show was so bad (laughs) and i guess she like wanted this to be like some perfect totally tv romance but as we've said before hana's romance criteria is more about her than about the person yeah. She wants a romance more than she wanted Kai or more than she wanted Rio. Yeah. Um, anyways, we we can we can condense the next 15 minutes, but more or less what happens is Kai tells the dudes that he's leaving. And then and then Boss says that he peeled and prepped a grapefruit for him. <laughs> so he's making progress. Right. There's this weird scene where they gather the whole everybody downstairs in the kitchen for Kai's big goodbye scene and before that happens, um, Hana and Yume give Boss a gift to thank him for the Kyoto trip, <laughs> which is so... I mean, to me, that just, like, highlights how stark of a difference there is between the way the audience perceives the show and the way the people on the show perceive the show. Because everybody on the English-speaking internet and even on the Japanese-speaking internet, based on what we saw in those YouTube comments we translated... Like, everybody is like, oh my god, this is horrifying, he's a monster. But the people in the house don't don't agree. It's think, weird. Yeah, I think they just think that it's funny. Yeah. I mean, to me, in that situation, like, I would just think it's funny, personally. Mm. It'd be different if he was, like, six feet tall and, like, <laughs> could, like, kill me. Yeah. But he's kind of like a little, like, like a little bug, you know? <laughs> it's, like, funny. Yeah. Um... So there's this big goodbye scene with everybody and Kai tells them, I'm sorry for the scene yesterday. And the entire time he's announcing that he's leaving and why he's leaving and how he needs to grow <laughs> as a person, Hana is continuing to just nod right. <laughs> through it. Um, Literally hell. Do you think anybody sitting at the table was thinking, dog, this is not your fault. Like you have nothing to apologize for or no? You mean like they were thinking it, but too scared to like take his side? Yeah, like during his Probably. Good, I just wonder, and who do you think that would be out of the six? Um, 
Shion. <laughs> Shion is quietly thinking. Shion's just like, these people are fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> what did I get myself into? You said that while we were watching it. You were like, Shion, because we just rewatched the episode and you were like, Shion is staying quiet because he's terrified of these people. I mean, imagine sharing a room with Boss and Kai. Yeah, two dudes who have their own completely unique slews of issues. Maybe, I mean, maybe Shion has his own eccentricities, but we don't know because he never talks. You know? Right. It's it's a mess. I would um, not want to share a room with those two. No, for sure. Another weird boss moment that we should talk about from this episode is <laughs> at, during Kai's goodbye speech where he's like, I can't wait for you guys to meet me a few years down the line when I've grown as a person. I have a lot of growing to do. I learned a lot from you guys. Boss decides that this is the time to be like, hey, uh, I, maybe it's not my place to say this, but when we went to see you do stand-up the other day, that was whack. <laughs> like... The weirdest, most inappropriately timed, like, <laughs> advice. I can't think of a single reason why he wanted to say that in that moment. It's so weird. It makes no sense. It's like, as if as if Kai hasn't had enough public shaming in the past seven days of Terrace House, you're going to, like, add one more layer of one extra diss track while he's, like, saying his final goodbyes. It felt so ill-timed and inappropriate. Like, every interaction in the first half of this episode just... Is like humans are so dysfunctional. <laughs> like we don't even know like what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Like our our thoughts and our actions, like they don't line up. No. So, do you think that this this grouping of six then was a particularly dysfunctional group? I guess. Like, was this specific set a weird set? Because I, I yeah yeah. Later in this episode, and we're about, to, I guess we should get to this now, but a new character gets introduced to replace Kai. And I felt this sense of like relief of like, oh, this guy is like right. a breath of fresh air. I think you always need the one kind of like mentally stable person that like mediates. Yeah. And Shion couldn't fulfill that role because he never spoke. None. They're all chaos and none of them are like mediators. <laughs> like in the past, like there was like Kaori who would like like listen to everybody like kind of mediate or like there's like that one person always helping someone yeah there's nobody like that right now these people like all need help everyone is either the the source of the drama or completely silent with the only exception i guess being vivi who is like sort of a drama leech who loves to grapple onto other people's chaos and like it like exacerbate it it doesn't help like not at all no one yeah uh we should talk uh, briefly about about kai's goodbye scene he shows us the finished version of hana's painting uh not a good painting he yeah that's all right i love him though i love you kai we we love i've grown to love kai just almost like vicariously through you i love kai now <laughs> um his paint two interesting notes about the translation so the painting of hana there's a speech bubble coming out of the painting, and the subtitle said that she was saying "yas," which was translated as like what "adi." Adi. What does that mean? I don't know. Is it just like? Apparently, it's like "yaru." Adi is like I think it's probably short for "arieru," which is like "arieru" is kind of like "yas" already. Okay. "Arieru" is kind of like I can see that hmm. happening, but that's such like a proper translation. It's maybe it's like "I'm down." Okay. Like, or like, yeah. And then you just foreshadowed the other thing, which was um, Hana's review of the painting. The subtitle translated as her being like, wow, I love how Insta-girl it is. Like, IG-girl, like E-girl. But what she actually says is gyaru. Right. Which has a very different meaning. 
Gyaru, what what does Gyaru mean in this day and age? Because I feel like it's very different mm. depending on like the decade. You're my in. my perception of Gyaru is like a it has specific common. It's a spe- like to me when she said Gyaru, I immediately thought she was talking about the pa- the color, the skin color of the painting. Oh, and and the style of it maybe. Yeah, I mean it. It was like a square, so it's like already an Instagram picture, and I feel like. The sunglasses and like the hair. She is a Gyaru like to begin with though. True. Yeah. She's got dyed hair and she's tanner than everyone else in the house. And like the way she talks is like pretty Gyaru. Hmm. How did you feel about the fact that everybody gave Kai a goodbye hug except for Hana? Petty. Yeah. Should she have just, should she have just toughed it out and given him a hug? Does it fucking matter anymore? Like she's whack. <laughs> Either way, hug or not. Yeah. It really feels like... Like, she's really not going to give him a hug? Mm-hmm. I, I wrote down in my notes the first time we watched this episode, wow, so Kai is gone and it's 100% Hana's fault. Cool. Like, like literally Kai would still be here. We would still have Kai if Hana hadn't pitched a fit over her costume being shrunken in the washing machine that she left it in for a week. I, I like her less now. Straight up. I like her less now. Maybe she even, like, realizes, like, that she fucked she fucked up so? and like but she has too much pride to like admit that mm. and so she like felt too bad to like hug him yeah yeah that makes sense but it's a relief to me that even the peanut gallery is like even the peanut gallery was expressing their hesitation about hana after this incident that like <laughs> the i think yamachan is kind of the ringleader on it but he says something to the effect of the fact that 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 whole incident was partially her fault and she never acknowledged that and just kind of let him apologize himself into a departure it sucks and makes me like her less and i'm i'm with yamachan on that same he kai is like a victim but like the thing is like he let himself be a victim that's true i don't think any of the other people in this house would have buckled under this pressure yeah like vivi would have fucking slit someone's throat <laughs> yeah to to leave the house the minute you get criticized especially when the criticism is as as paper thin as Hana's is, it's a bummer. I hope everything he's saying about uh, improving himself as a person is true. And I, it makes me sad that we don't get to see that. Yeah. I, I really wanted this arc. I, I don't want to repeat myself too much from last episode, but like I would have loved to see a version of this season where we get to see Kai get better at stand up and get better at painting and get better at interpersonal relationships. And instead he just kind of like, dips at the first sign of conflict and it's not the ending i wanted for him he should move to the u.s move back to the u.s was he from arizona i i don't think he's like from from the u.s because like his english is not yeah. super good and his japanese is like normal yeah so i feel like he grew up more in japan interesting but i feel like he would mesh better here mm. oh a scene that that pretty that i found pretty shocking is after Kai's departure, we get to see Yume at work, and then we get to see Yume hanging out with friends at a at a restaurant afterwards. And one of her friends asks her where boss ranks for her, and she says number one. <laughs> like I mean, right now it's boss and Shion. That's true. To put things into perspective. Yeah, that's a great point. Like right now it's like the guy who's not there anymore, the guy who doesn't talk, and the other guy. Yeah. It, it's really not literally a gay man. <laughs> Yeah. And, and then, like, a rich dude. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the whole reason they included that scene of her talking with her friends is her friends are like, whoa, I thought you liked 
muscular athletic oh, dudes. Yeah. And then in the next scene, we get introduced to the athlete who's joining the house. Right. So it seems to me like this is being uh, positioned to us editorially as this is the new love interest for, for totally, Yume. Totally, totally. So there's this new guy. I'm into the new guy being with Vivi also as a concept. <laughs> the new guy, Rayo? Rayo? I have to like stop myself from saying Rio every time, but his name yeah. is R-E-O, pronounced Rayo. And in our in our intro scene Rayo. to him, which happens mid-episode, it's him hanging out with his surfer friends, one of whom is from a... Both of them. Both are from a previous season? Yeah, both of them are from previous seasons, different right. seasons. Interesting. Uh, and the only really thing, like the only real foreshadowing we can kind of glean from it is his friends ask him who he's got his eye on. And he says there's like this Russian girl in the house who he's into. Yeah. Um, which, is, which is interesting. I he, love them as a couple. Yeah? Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. It doesn't seem like there's a clear, based on the, the back half of this episode, the final 15 minutes, I don't think we have a clear uh front runner for who Rayo is going to date. Right. Because he kind of has flirty interactions with with Vivi where she like cooks him a vegetarian meal and he, he, she's like offering to cook him fish sausage. He's like, no, you don't have to do that if you think it's gross. And she does it. By the way, I've been meaning to ask this for like five episodes. He says like Zen Zen. And um, I, I zen keep, zen. what does that mean? I've seen that phrase so much during Terrace House. Uh, he's asking me to translate the hardest shit. Zen Zen is the hardest shit? There's just no translation in english like direct translation zen zen is like not at all okay like for example if i were to tell you like hmm if you were to say hey are you tired i could say i'm not tired or i could say no like i'm not tired at all okay so it's like extremely no yeah it's like it makes like whatever you're saying more extreme. It emphasizes. Okay, got it. But that's a good, <laughs> that was a good explanation. I feel like I understand it better now. Um, so he introduces himself. By the way, on the subject of conspiracy theories, which I know you love. Yes. Uh, have you noticed that every time a new cast member enters the house, there conveniently is people hanging out in the living room? Yeah, and they every have a time. weird fake conversation about roller coasters. That, oh, yeah. I don't right know, before he walked in. I don't know how to interpret that combo. I don't know how to... This is what I imagine. is mm-hmm. like the camera people or the the crew telling them they have to go hang out in the living room mm-hmm. and that they're going to film. And so they're like, oh, I c- we'll just talk about we got to kill something. time. Let's talk about how we feel about roller coasters. Oh, I think they're scary. Yeah. Like, cool. Unless they're really like, that's really the conversations they'd be having. Yeah. I mean, with those two, <laughs> I, I buy it for some reason. I, I do buy it. Actually. It seems to be. I, I can't imagine them having conversations much more <laughs> interesting than that one. <laughs> what do we learn about? What do we learn about Rayo? He's a competitive surfer. He has a company where he makes merch. He also is a skater. Um, he's twenty seven. Yeah, I think. he's twenty seven. He just finished filming a documentary all over the world. He. I just remember. All I remember is Vivi saying like "Safa e desene." Mm. What does E mean in that sentence? E, just like, it's a good profession. Like, that's cool. Mm. Love it. Awesome. <laughs> Got it. Hell yeah. Did we know that Vivi was vegetarian, by the way, before this episode? Because I feel like we did. I don't, I maybe I didn't process that. Or I remember her talking with Boss about health food a lot. That is true. They were talking about avoiding carbs. Like dairy. And, and dairy and creatine or whatever. Yeah. Well, she's a model, so I feel like she has a very, like strict eating that makes sense uh, something that jumped into my mind about rayo 
is that within five minutes of him being in the house, I already felt like I knew more about him as a person than I do about Xion. I know. <laughs> like, li- literally just him talking to people for a few minutes, I learned more about him than I did from, like, three or four episodes of Xion. Like, it's Xion, what? Dead weight. What's wrong? Like, who hurt you? It, well, so we, you and I had pitched a theory on the prior episode to this about the idea that maybe he's been having stuff that's being filmed and is interesting and would be in an episode normally, but the drama among the other people was so much, like, so severe that there wasn't enough Xion screen time left for us to get to know him. But I just really feel like even in scenes where he's there, he's not there. Yeah, I'm not completely convinced that there is much going on with Maybe him. Maybe not. And uh, we had his 23rd birthday this episode. He kind of got, he got pied in the face and that's about it. But I'm just like, what, what is like the casting... What are the casting people doing? How outgoing could he have been like in the casting? Maybe he was more interesting in casting than he is in interacting with real people for real. Like he took like an Adderall and then went to the casting. (laughs) Maybe, maybe, maybe they filmed themselves for the casting and then turned that tape in and then he came off better there. Maybe. Anyways, I think, I think the thing we need to know most about Rayo is that he is a, a true gentleman in a house with no gentleman. I don't, I wouldn't go far as to say true gentleman. By the barometer set by the other men this season, he's offering Vivi glasses of water, which she won't shut up about. He's like, he, he's offering glasses of wine to Yume. The thing is that all it is, is like he lit- just has like basic social skills. Which none of the other dudes have had. Yeah, that's literally it. Yeah. Which goes to show, like, why no one's having fucking babies in Japan. Because all the dudes are like the dudes in this house, you're saying? Yeah, probably. I don't know. This is racist. (laughs) It's not. You're Japanese. I think you can say it. I don't think that gives me a pass. (laughs) I think the only thing left to talk about this episode, like, we get to know Rayo. I like him, though. I like him, too. He's He's my favorite dude in the house right now, by far. He's hitting it off with all the ladies. We have to talk about Boss's fourth wall break. We have to talk about the moment where Boss looks at the oh, camera oh. and does like a cartoon character like double eyebrow lift. I do give him props for that. I like that he's I I like that he did it. We've never seen anyone pull that move before where he lo- looks at Nick and Noel and involves us in the show. Yep. Peanut Gallery also picked up on it. He it, is like a true marketing bro. He's playing yeah, he's playing the 4D chess of like mm-hmm. he knows he's being watched and he's leaning into it yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's because at this point he hadn't started getting like Instagram DMs telling him to kill himself from everybody <laughs> who saw the Kyoto trip. I I feel like he would be very resilient to the hate. Yeah, maybe. He's he's very full of himself and he's probably pretty uh self-certain. Mhm. Yeah. He seems he's a confident dude. Very. Yeah. No one can accuse him of not being confident. That's yep. for damn sure. Um but I'm excited about this new dude. Yeah, I like him. I would chill with him for sure. For sure. Um, we have one episode of Terrace House left before an indefinite reprieve. We have we get to watch episode so 40 sad. and there's nothing left to watch for the foreseeable future. Um, what should we watch? What should this podcast turn into? I mean, I, I have a few options. We could turn into a Sopranos podcast. Right, if your DVDs arrive. We could do a previous season of Terrace House that I haven't seen. <gasps> I would honestly be so down. Yeah? Think about the huge... The amount of content we could provide. The Karuizawa season is my favorite. Mm. And I would love to rewatch it. Noted. 
I haven't fully finished the very first season also. Oh, that'd be a good, that'd be a good option. Um, but yeah, we'll figure something out. But that's a, that's a problem for tomorrow. <laughs> uh, we'll figure it out. The, the Nick and Noel content train is not pulling into the station. It's still barreling through the world like in the movie Snowpiercer. <laughs> but in the meantime, thank you for listening. We've got one episode left of this season before the, the COVID-19 pause. I know. Sad but true. I hope they bring I hope they bring all six people back. Me too. What I wonder what the plan is there. I'm sure that they don't know either. Yeah. Well, <laughs> after after if you if you're hearing this, we're looking for questions for a mailbag episode while we're trying to kill time. So please send us your questions on Twitter and we'll answer them for our mailbag episode. We'll do an Instagram slash mailbag centric episode. Oh that, yeah, let's go through their Instagram. Yeah. That sounds like a good I plan. Love that. But uh you wanna you wanna outro us? What was the outro? We'll do this again. Oh, that's it? Mm-hmm. All right, rate us. <laughs> Give us five stars. Where? On Apple Podcasts. Nice. And we'll do this again. We'll do this again. <laughs> I like that you said Apple Podcasts and not iTunes. You've updated it. Oh. For their style level. That was accurate. It's not iTunes. It's not iTunes.